I mean, we, 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 we keep saying the same thing. Let's change it up. B. B. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 28th episode of the We Made It Podcast. Your boy Bam here with Young C. He's got that. Boy, you got that S curl fire right now. It's real curly up there right now. She's fresh out that shark hair. Real curly going on right now. It's looking real fly right now. Wait, fresh. Episode <laughs> episode 28. Uh, we made a podcast. Be joyful. Oh, God. I did Portuguese time though. Uh, and that I'm sounds, and I'm, that sounds worse. Don't say it in honor because it doesn't make it bad if I'm going to say stuff. And I'm chopping. Okay, wow. Anyway, um, uh, episode 28. We made a podcast. We here almost episode thirty. We gotta do something special for episode thirty. Make sure you check us out on all social media. Oh yeah, please. Uh, before at, you leave, at we made a po- <laughs> at we made a podcast on Instagram, um, on uh, we Twitter. Didn't, we didn't get the thousand likes. Oh, oh, we didn't. We got like nine forty something. It's definitely yeah. over. The ride, the wave is over. That was very weird. That was uh, uncomfortable. But yeah, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on uh, Twitter. We're on Facebook. We got a new like on Facebook today. One of Caesar's homeboys. We uh, did. Yeah. Calm uh, down. Uh, check us out on all social media. We might be making a Snapchat soon, so we can wild out and be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to be doing a stick talk video at some point. One day. I think I'm gonna do it because we're because. Right now we're recording and there's Champions League yeah, games right now. Cyprus is playing. Cyprus is it a World Cup game or is it against, Champions? Against you mean Apoel? Apoel Cyprus yeah. is playing against Real Madrid. Yeah, so damn missing that match. Uh, it's okay. It's, it's probably gonna tie anyways. Ronaldo won't score. Real Madrid uh, probably gonna tie. So. Uh, zero zero. So uh, maybe I'll make a TikTok video about what's going on in Champions League. I'm sure Cavani was going like five. Goals. I think in the last the last time Real Madrid played Cyprus. Was when Applewell, Applewell. Applewell. Can, can we show some respect for this team? No, I'm not. I, I, no, I'm not. Okay. Um, Cyprus. Okay. Uh, Last time they played Cyprus Hill, uh, <laughs> Ko- Kovacic Cyprus got injured. College. <laughs> that Ko- was that was against them. Yeah. Okay, well maybe Ronaldo getting injured. Uh, I hope not. I like the guy. We're going to talk about Ronaldo maybe if I remember lady uh, later. Lady? Uh, anyway, Caesar, we made a podcast episode twenty eight. Um, we're almost a year from. Um, we're about. In, in about eight days, it'll be a year since uh, there was a very tragic event that happened in the world football. Horrific. Um, really horrific. I mean, it's just something that you don't, you know, with all the teams going everywhere all the time, traveling, like, it's it's surprising you don't see this more often. And I'm glad it doesn't happen more often, obviously. Yeah. But um, the plane, relax, the plane um, of, pronounce the name of that team there? Okay, anyway, Chape for short. Uh, their team, their 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 plane crashed in Colombia. Um, Nineteen of the players of the team were killed. Um, they were they were they had beat uh, Victoria. Well, the, the the thing that's uh, why I'm bringing this up. Other yes, they did. Uh, the the reason why I'm bringing this up, not just because it's almost a year from that tragedy, is because they avoided relegation uh, this season, which is amazing. Uh, the the Brazilian football authorities they had offered them immunity from uh, relegation they said like you know since you know most of the team perished in that crash they, do you want to be able to have immunity from relegation and they said no they, they, were like, they offered them immunity and I think they allowed them like uh, spending liberties too like extra spending mm-hmm. they were allowed to spend on extra players and loan out players for like free or something like that mm, okay basically basically like free but they were like going to be copped, copped on it so wow okay that's cool um, yeah so they, they turned it all down in, in that in that plane crash 71 people died uh, most of Chape's board and coaching staff and a bunch of journalists too um, 
but yeah, so the, the 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 biggest thing about it is that they avoided relegation. I'm sure it's very emotional for those fans and for Brazil in general. Um, like this is what people, a lot of people know. This is a team that climbed out from the bottom. Yeah, they made their way up. They were almost they were a Cinderella story, mm-hmm. and they were having a phenomenal year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this accident happened, and it almost seemed like it was about to just all be over. And the simple yeah. fact that they were able to Chapecoense was able to stay up and 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 stay in Serie A and beat my hometown club is just incredible yeah, they, like, they, good for them they, they beat Vittoria to stay like they're, yeah. they're guaranteed uh, to stay just, in the Serie A <laughs> what what Vittoria sucks though. I was going to say you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> well this uh, congratulations to Vittoria for being in Serie A Vittoria sucks because they, they don't have Puma sponsorship anymore they got that topper joint got what topper is a jersey sponsor what's rough. topper it's a Brazilian terrible jersey terrible <laughs> like something Chris Brown's <laughs> give <Yeah>. me toss <laughs> Fart and top. Oh God! <laughs> anyway, Caesar, look at those tweets. <laughs> I think he deleted them. Anyway, Caesar, um, there were some other cool things that happened. Um, they, one of the three survivors of the crash, uh, players, he returned to the team, um, and another teammate of his, uh, his name is Neto. He's like trying to return next year. Um, this, this is one thing I thought was like super dope. Uh, one of their goalies, uh, his name is. <laughs> Such so Brazilian uh, Jackson Fullman. Oh yeah, uh, he uh, he lost part of his right leg in the crash. Um, he start he returned to training last week and he's uh, trying to become a Paralympic uh, athlete for Brazil. Yeah, that's beautiful. Though. Yeah, that's really that's hey man, really, good for you, man. Yeah, hopefully. go ahead, Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> come on, uh, Jack. Yeah, um, Caesar. There, th- this team is located in your favorite state in Brazil, uh, Santa Catarina. Um, it's your favorite uh, favorite state there. And, uh, yeah, I just thought that it was really dope that they were able to stay up. Um, I remember, like, hearing about that. Um, I was just like, dang, like, can you, I mean, can you imagine, like, if, if, if Real Madrid plane crashed or, like, Barcelona or, like, or even, like, an if MLS Barcelona, team? If, if Real Madrid plane crashed, the only person to survive was, was, was Casillas and, uh, Casillas, like Kiko, Kiko and, 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 like, what like uh, Kovacic Ashraf? I'm yeah. like, what is that's terrible. Well, why is that terrible? <laughs> oh my god! I'm saying that's terrible, and I, I, I just it almost like it's it's like a movie. Like it's like watching 2012. <laughs> it's like watching 2012, man. It just it's too good to be just too real. I mean, not too good to choose. Oh not, my god! Uh, bad English. No, it's just it's terrible. No, anyway, I, I, you can't put in like I can't imagine that. Yeah, I, I remember. I think it was a Zambian Olympic team, like like one of their Olympic teams. I think it was their soccer team. I want to say this is in the seventies. It could have been in the eighties. Like their plane crashed. It was a big tragedy um, in Africa and in the world. Um, but yeah, like I said, like it, it's it's you know it's kind of crazy that this doesn't happen more often. Not that I want it to, but like all these teams traveling. I mean, even if it was like a bus crash or something like that. Yeah, it's almost like saying like you know. Yeah, people, you're going to work. People are driving so much every day. Yeah, that's why there's so many accidents. You think there's sure. so much flying and commute and commuter work and, and mm-hmm. the transportation with air, with the teams around the world. Mm-hmm. You're surprised there aren't more accidents. I mean, there could be, but maybe there's minor on a minor degree. But yeah. the chopping one was not only was it just like we were all shocked. Yeah, like, it was just almost like well, incredible. most of us. I mean, to be honest with you, most of us have never really heard of that team, but we yeah. knew that they were playing in that final against. Uh, was it? Uh, it was, they were on the Betadores. Yeah, or, or was it Copa Sudamerica? 
I feel like it was Copa Sudamerica. I don't know if it was Libertadores. Mm. But anyway, um, they were playing in that final, and it was like, wow. Because like, I mean, they, you... were, they were actually also given a, a free entry to Libertadores the next year, this year, too. Yeah, like, the, that was another thing, too. So, um, also in the article, it said that um, the, the team financially is not struggling that much, but um, a lot of the families of the players are still waiting for their financial compensation after the crash. Um, Chape as a team, they said they won't uh, they won't mark the first year anniversary in a major way out of respect to the families of the victims. Um, so there are still some issues going on right now, but like I mean, it's expensive. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Sadly, like, these players perishing is, is extremely expensive, also in terms yeah, of trying yeah. to comp families. Yeah, and other contracts. Exactly, and I'm sure, like, I mean, the team is in a it's in a, a fairly like wealthy region. It's like a big like meat industry uh, area. But, you know, there's, I'm sure that there's some, like, wealthy people around there that could, like... Yeah, it's a wealthy state. Yeah, that could, like, be, Very like, oh, here. But uh, for whatever reason, they're not doing that. But congratulations congratulations to Chape. <clears throat> Amazing. Like, it, it's uh, it's pretty phenomenal that the team was able to have the leadership uh, in management and, like, the coaching staff to be able to pull that off and the players to be able to go through such a tragedy and, like, a lot of people just, like, came there and had to become a part of this, like, legacy and they were able to avoid relegation. And I guess they were saying, too, like, a lot of the fans were mad that they didn't take the immunity to uh, from being relegated and, like, in, in, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, like, I wonder, like, if you were... Would you want the the team to, like... To take the immunity, or yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, I because think I, it, because it's almost like, damn, you don't deserve to be punished because <laughs> yeah. the relegation is a punishment. Yeah. Why would you want to take punishment if you yeah. just got the plane, the plane crash? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's still pretty cool, but um, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, like I know they 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 played that game against uh, Barcelona, that like charity game, and like you know, hopefully, like during their off season. I know Brazil plays a lot of games, but um, in their in their leagues, but they just ended too. Yeah, hopefully they can, uh, you know, maybe maybe like come to America or something like that, play some game against uh, Atlanta United or something like that. Yeah, I'm done to see you. Four one. For who? Chape. Oh, why? Is he gonna? They're good. They got. Uh, they got. Uh, what's his name? Martinez on Atlanta United. Who? The, the Venezuelan. Kid. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, that's why I got. I said four one. Okay, all right. <laughs> he's a score one. Anyway, Caesar. Yeah, Brad on a goalie. Come on, now. <laughs> that's true. Don't do it. I think this is. Uh, anyway, lost in the first round yeah. to Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew is some ballers, dog. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They got you. Got your. They got your boy Merman. They got my boy Mermaid, man. <laughs> Mermaid's a real one. Uh, anyway, Caesar. The World Cup, we, we talked about, like, the World Cup draws and stuff last week. I mean, we talked about, like, the playoffs and stuff ending. Now, uh, this week, the whole World Cup teams, all of them have been set. Caesar, uh, do, do, like, there's some teams in here that's kind of a little bit shocking. I do want to say that um, <clears throat> Serbia is a little bit shocking, like, that they made it. Um, I'm still, it's still a little bit Which shocking. One? Which what? Serbia or Montenegro? Caesar relax. Uh, it is still a little bit shocking that Chile didn't make it. Um, so Caesar, I have a question for you. What is what team has the best chance of winning the World Cup? Hold on, you're going to say Brazil. Okay. No, I'm not because I knew you. I, I already prepared for this. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to because I didn't put this in the notes, but I know you're going to say Brazil. So yeah, or, they're going to win it. Okay, but if you're going to pick who can win the World Cup other than Brazil, Zero. other okay. than other than Brazil or Germany. Okay, who do you, Germany who, who, yeah, because you're a hater. Who has the best chance of winning the World Cup outside of Brazil? And Germany? Before I start that, before I start that, I wanted to say something real fast about Go. Chile not making it. Okay, 
Cause I'm starting to catch this little, little this little road here hmm. of destruction that some polies leaving around. Ooh, ooh. First, it starts off with Chile. Okay, suffering. But he did a lot for them, though. He did. Then he left them in in, in shambles. True. Then he goes to Sevilla. Yeah. Says one year looks good. All of a sudden, Sevilla looks drunk. Yeah, that's true. Now he's over here in Argentina. Argentina only made it because Ecuador laid down. Yeah. Ecuador, Ecuador said, here you go. We got to pay transport. Ecuador allegedly took a payout to let Argentina win. Le- allegedly. Heavy allegedly. Allegedly. Can't quote sources. Yeah, no. But uh, if y'all saw that sources game. Sources say. You saw that lineup. Chris Bessard sources told us this. <laughs> Have you seen that lineup? You're like, I didn't know Ecuador had that many black players for real. Yeah. Anyway, see. And who are these players? Yeah. What, what D2? Tell me who's going to win the World Cup if it's not Brazil or Germany. Okay, this, if it's not Brazil or Germany, and it's yeah. definitely not Germany. Um, okay. If this is going to be France's World Cup to lose. So you think France has the best chance? This is France's World Cup to lose. Okay, so do you think that Brazil's going to win it? Like, yes. Do you think Brazil has the best chance? I would love to see a think... rematch France-Brazil final, 98 World Cup final. Okay, do you think France has a better chance than Germany? I'm going to say yes because Ozil's form isn't spectacular right now. Okay. But, and they but, got Mueller and they're starting him, so I, don't, I, don't, I can't trust Yeah, but right we're now. talking about next year, though. It's still some time. Yeah, it's even worse. Um, okay. <laughs> it's actually not next year. It's just at the end of the season. So, so the season is going 2017. Through. It's two, the World Cup 2018. Yeah, but I'm just saying. It's, I mean, I'm talking like soccer years. You know, what okay, I mean? like well, I'm talking about year. number of years. <laughs> Say it again like that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Here's my question, Caesar. Here's my real question: Can Brazil win the World Cup if Neymar's injured, like you no. just did on your FIFA game no, right now, no. injured for three months? I don't talk about that. No. <laughs> if if Neymar's injured, can Brazil, does Brazil have no. a chance? Like they have no shot. No. <laughs> so if if Bra- but, but Brazil. Is only as good as Neymar on the pitch. This like it's just like not even fair to say that because you're talking about one of the three best players in the world. This is Portugal even close to even even getting into past like quarterfinals, even two quarterfinals in the World Cup without Ronaldo. No, okay. you know we're talking about the best player. Argentina is the only team that would be better without Messi. Damn, for real, Argentina plays really good they, without they, Messi. They, they do it's play really, really good weird. Messi. Honestly, Messi doesn't so, really so I don't, do. look. Well, Messi can't doesn't play Argentina. Di Maria's eyes open up like what? I, honestly, and I, Di Maria just kind of sprinting all over the place. And honestly, they, I don't have a problem. But Nega balls out. Yeah, I don't have a problem saying that like Argentina is just as good without Messi. Messi, really does, Messi doesn't do that if much. You, for Argentina. If you watch Common Bowl without yeah. Messi, it's not that serious. A really good team. Like like they like play I, it all I, cohesive. Like <laughs> I do. Like I'll say it like this. Like I just don't think Messi does that much for the team. Like when he's playing, it's not like he's bad, but like he doesn't make Argentina that much better. Because we haven't seen Argentina play good in a long time. He doesn't make them next level because they don't perform next level. They're not finishing no, next level. They're not even that good. They're fourth. Dog, they're, Argentina's not that good of a national team. Like, let's just be real. They're really, not, the world they're, not. They're, they're really not that good. And then when Sao Paulo, he's about to be rough again. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, like, you don't see national teams playing like that well, really. Like, usually you don't see a it's really, it, you don't it, see really good football from national teams, uh, uh, generally. To be honest with you, the national teams playing well. It, I think it's like very indicative of like the culture, and if yeah, the culture, exactly. if the culture embraces like a brotherhood, mm-hmm. um, like a fun, uh, exciting environment, like a lot of co- countries you don't see that. A lot of uh, there's been Eastern European teams where players don't get along. They're from different regions where there's it's war torn. So don't. Why are you, you going to bring up Ukraine again? Though? Leave them alone. <laughs> I just I'm not going to leave them alone. <laughs> leave my boy Yamalenko alone. Well, they're, they're not getting destroyed like everybody else gets destroyed. They don't get the microscope like South American teams do. So that's why can't, true. Why can't we go on them? Yeah, that's true. So, you know, these players that one players 
talk about Shakhtar, your favorite club. You know, <laughs> the dudes is from uh, Dynamo Kiev. You know what I mean? So okay, uh, like I remember, like when Chile had Dynamo Stockholm. Kiev is an Israeli player. Okay, well, okay. He's, he, his last name is Gonzalez. It's kind of wild. That, He's well, really good. We're, we're not going to get into like the history of Latin and uh, and, and Judaism, but we could though. We could. Just know that we could because hey. I can go hard. <laughs> Lopez is actually an old like Jewish name. I didn't know that. Keep yeah. Going. Anyway, uh, what was going to say? Um, yeah, like when Chile had Sao Paulo, like the way that they were playing those two uh, Copa Americas, it was like out of this world. Yeah. There wasn't like one star. It was like, yo, you're looking at uh, Edu Vargas and like, yo, why don't this guy go to Real Madrid? Like, like the way that they were playing was so great. You've seen Germany play like that. Yeah. You know, like you, France played really well in the Euros last time, um, but. A lot of it was Giroud balling out. Like I can't front. A lot of it was Giroud. Uh, but then Griezmann, then Payet was balling out too. Payet too, and he Griezmann was in good too. form that year. Yeah, he was. West Ham days. West Ham Hills. Um, and um, and Brazil obviously is playing really good as a national team yeah. right now. In the condom bowl um, um, qualifications, the teams that you saw playing really good for a little bit was Chile. Then they fell off. Um, you saw Ecuador playing pretty good for a little bit, but it wasn't just like they were scoring goals. They were like playing good too. They were first for a while. Yeah, but they weren't really playing that well though. They were scoring, but mm-hmm. they weren't playing that well. The team that was actually playing well was Brazil, and that's basically it. Um, when it comes to the, I mean, if we, I guess we're just gonna keep going here. Sao Paulo going to Argentina, you know, that was a really exciting move for a lot of people. Yeah. But my thing with Sao Paulo by Argentina, people don't understand that this is a coach who brings the best out of. You know, quote unquote mediocre talent. Players mm-hmm. that are not superstars. He yeah. brings out the best out of players who are just really good. Yeah. Chile, the surprise in the World Cup was these players a lot of people didn't really hear about other yeah, than Alexis sure. Sanchez and, and uh the ugly haired Vidal. Yeah. You didn't really hear about these dudes and he's making Valdivia looked like a legend out there. Yeah. These guys were looking incredible and they were hustling and hard work. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get that effort. From these superstars on Argentina, these are guys who quote, see themselves as superstars on teams. Some of them, yeah, for sure. Like they really do, uh, and, and it's it's different. You know, you need a coach that is able to you know acclimate himself with the with the mindset of the team and and, and the stature of the team. See, you know? I'm gonna keep it so real right now, dog. Sao Paulo wants eleven, ten players that hustle, and when you watch Chile and when you when, and that you're running at Sevilla. They all play in a way like they're all hungry, and Messi don't play like that. Messi don't play like that. Iguain don't play like that. Oh God! A, they, they, he has a litany of players. Yeah. Play. Even Di Maria doesn't play like that. They don't play like that, really. No, no. Like they, they that's not their the style. Only, the only guy that can really like fit that. Mascherano like a, don't play like that. Mascherano's just old and done for. Oh, he's starting um, though. I saw. I saw something about. Hey man, they were, why they, they give Sergio Aguero a smaller shirt? Why do they give him this big ass shirt in this <laughs> game, man? Stupid. I didn't see. Why do they give him this damn? Like, uh, they, why do they give him an XL? You know he's a medium. Nineteen ninety five. His shirt was all wrinkly in the shoulders. I'm like, what are they doing to my boy? <laughs> they playing him out. Why now. AFA? Why, why you, send that Instagram again? That's the only doing to my dog. Why are you doing it to the big homie Coon? Uh, <laughs> Um, was it <laughs> give him that XL? Give him the give him medium, dog. You know he's a medium. Anyway, How so. come no one dried the jersey before the game? Why is the joint so wrinkly and big? He scored that goal. He pulled the shirt down. Like damn, dog. The size of that shirt. That new Adidas kid, big as he hell. He probably have to use Higuain's big ass shirt. And they're like, they're like, oh, anybody need to oh, get called look, up? Look, man, I know you want to be nine. You like to wear tan, but the only only guy is Higuain's shirt. Damn, can you dry it three times on on permanent on permanent press on the express dry? <laughs> I just need twenty five minutes to just draw. Oh, Jeez, super that hot, big as hell. <laughs> Me and him wear the same jersey. <laughs> anyway, Caesar, 
Okay, World Cup is coming up 2018. Now, obviously, we're not going to get into it like too crazy right now, but I'm excited. We we will do before that starts our World Cup preview. I, I think that we're going to be there for the World Cup. So, so I'm, I'm saying we're going to do it live from one of them rough ass. Uh, 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 Hotels that we saw in the Sochi Olympics, you know, where the water's yellow. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> How are you going to shoot shots? We try to go. <laughs> anyway, Caesar, um, I got Brazilian visa. I can go anywhere. <laughs> if, if 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 Brazil does like, I I do feel like Brazil's playing the best, but I do feel like Spain still has like the best shot. Uh, you you know what? Following back from what happened last week, you know, a lot of people were saying that you know they were trying to make it seem as if. The, the the friendlies between South American clubs and European clubs, African clubs, was indicative upon the competition level in South America. And I, I think that's completely wrong. Mm. Um, to say that Brazil played against one of the quote-unquote top teams in Europe, England, oh, and to God. say that Brazil wasn't able to get off, get get go hard like they do in, in Convo because it's tougher, it wasn't that. when you If you actually watched the England-Brazil game, it was literally England... Uh, and park the bus mode yeah. and counterattack because they were so afraid of Brazil exposing that back line. Yeah, yeah. And th- and this is a team that has been playing in one area, one region for some time. You get these players, you expect them to just play well for a f- damn friendly. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work like that. That's why you always talk about teams don't typically play well together. National teams they yeah, don't they play don't, well together. Don't. You don't really um, see that. that like, it's real it's all about football. bursts. It's about uh, uh, breakdowns defensively that cause these big attacks and, and, and teams getting exposed, and then frustration happens and goals start going in. Yeah, it's not, like you don't really see that like really really good football. Yeah, I think it takes until like major tournament when things turn up, and when actually when you watch the tournaments, just like Portugal. Things just kind of go like this, they didn't, they, but they, it, like, it's rough. At no, it starts at no point, off rough. Yeah, at no point were they playing good. Football. No, no, they just happen to win the game. Sometimes it just takes to like it takes those guys get to like the the, the knockout stage, start getting forward because they've got like five games in together, yeah. four games in. It takes a while. These yeah. guys don't play together. Yeah, and, and, and you play forty games with people the whole year, and you play seven with somebody expected to just ball out. It yeah, work and like you that. can like de- develop a philosophy. With, yeah, like, you got coach, and you've been been spending like what ten months or nine months out of the year one coach getting this whole. System and then you go to a new coach is yeah. a whole different thing going on. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, it's still like fun to watch national team games, obviously, but you don't really see like that really pretty football. Usually, it's uh, it's 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 a little bit rare. But I mean, who knows? Hopefully, I, I like I said, I I think you agree with this too. Like the 2014 World Cup, like wasn't really that great. Um, and then when we compared it to watching the Copa America and the AFCON tournaments the next year, so hopefully this 2018 World Cup yeah. will and be the, dope. the 2014 World Cup was, to be honest, it was more of a drama show, except <laughs> for Van Persie's goal, which is the one oh, of the greatest goals I've I seen saw my that entire again life. I, I, it doesn't make sense. I was like, yo, he, he defied gravity. He like chipped the goal. He looked like a header. swan. Yo, he know he he does yoga because that back leg was all the way above his head in the air. Was he was like, like this. I was like, damn, right? That's, that's an incredible chip goalie header. And the fact that Cavani was there. Um, anyway, Caesar. Speaking of the what? <laughs> Kawhi can't even do that. Oh, stop it. He's too rigid. Stop it. You know, Kawhi no, 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 no. like a, a skeleton, man. He's just... Stop it. Anyway, Caesar, speaking of the World Cup, <laughs> he got the muscles, though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the World Cup, Caesar, Caesar, um, uh, 
many times we've talked about on this podcast that is in the 28th episode that is on Syndicate 23 that that is telling you to make sure that you check out Audio Face Podcast. What's and that? just let the viewers know we're recording right now. We're recording from? Without Warning Studios. Without Warning Studios. Yeah, live. I mean, you ain't hearing right. it live. R.I.P. Like, Lua forever. R.I.P. Lua and, uh, you know, check out Audio Face Podcast. They're going to talk about uh, Lil Peep dying. And they're going to talk about Post Malone saying that hip-hop Man, is bad. we love our show. I'd love to talk about Lil Peep dying. I got some stuff to oh, say. Oh, God, Caesar. I'll go I got so some hard. stuff to say. I, got, I would talk about that. And then you hear about Post Malone said uh, something about, like, oh, like, hip-hop is whack. And, like, don't listen to hip-hop if you want to, like, hear something about that has, like, feeling. And he was like, yeah, if I want to cry, I listen to Bob Dylan. I'm like, how do you guys let this person be in hey. the hip-hop world saying that? They let Bob him. Dylan? Yeah, I'm like, you never... I'm like, how do you guys let him say that? But Caesar, you're doing that face. Why, like, why couldn't he just say, if you want to go cry, go listen to Dance With My Father by Marvin Gaye. Be a real one. <laughs> Caesar, first Bob first, Dylan? First of all, Caesar, first of all, it's, it's Luther Vandross. Oh, Luther Vandross, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bob Dylan? Caesar, he's a he's a, he's an agent and an alt, alt-right. Anyway, Caesar, we don't have a music podcast. Also, real quick. Lil Peep's brother said that it was an accident. No one takes seven zannies and drinks alcohol for an accident. Yeah, you know what they're doing. Yeah, that don't sound like an accident to me. Uh, Caesar, SoundCloud rappers gotta go. <laughs> Caesar got the scoop on Lil, to go. on Lil Peep. Anyway, I was reading a complex article to him. <laughs> hey, mad as hell, I'm reading it too. <laughs> right. Um, so we've talked about the like shady world behind. <laughs> World football, like there, there's a lot of shady things going on. There's a lot of like business going deals and extortion and gangsters and mafia, and it doesn't stop there because Caesar, like we were just talking about this World Cup 2018 that's going to be in the beautiful country of Russia. Beautiful 2022, 2022 World Cup is supposed to be in the beautiful peninsula of Qatar. Okay, I'm going to pronounce it correctly just for the, you know, since Cater? <laughs> you called it Quater. Quater. I thought it was for years. <laughs> if you honestly, never mind. I'm gonna I, remember, I remember the first time you said that to me. You were like, yeah, the, the World Cup is in going to be in Quater. I was like, what? <laughs> it's between Ecuador and the Equator. Equator. <laughs> like, like, what in the world? But anyway, Caesar, this article that I found. In the Intercept, it was written by Ryan Grimm and Ben Walsh. What is this place called? It's the Intercept. It's, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big that, deal. That's a big deal. That's a dope ass name. Hey. I want to work for Intercept. They go hard. Um, Sounds like a police vehicle. <laughs> yeah, there is like something called the Interceptor, right? What is Interceptor. that from? It's, it's just like the type of car. Okay, I could afford that from one of the video games or something. Like is that. it? I don't know. It's like a Dodge Interceptor. I think it's named. Something I think like it's that. named the police version of a, of a okay. Dodge. Anyway, we gotta look that up. Um, anyway, Caesar, there was a big, big scheme going on. Was that? that well, hopefully, it was. I think it's over. But the UAE was trying to steal the World Cup from Qatar. Okay, there's so much geopolitical stuff going on between Qatar and like Saudi Arabia and UAE and other Gulf nations. They're beefing. They're beefing. There's a blockade. We're not going to get into all of that. Because we don't have a politics podcast, but we could, though. It's cool because I'm excited you talk about because I have some bars to drop about this. Oh, I'm excited. Now, now I'm excited. <laughs> Let's just, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Throw it out there. <laughs> just bar, bars only. And, uh, uh, now it's not time. I was about okay. to plug some real quick. Okay, right? go ahead. Uh, <laughs> there was a final. Okay, so these emails were, uh, this email was uh, leaked and uh, the intercept got them. 
Um, it was in the account of Yusuf Al Utayba, who yeah, was the homie, uh, the homie intercepted the Gmail. He went like <laughs> G drive real quick. So this, <laughs> this is the the UAE's amba- ambassador. Pronounce that name again. Yusuf Al Utayba. You're, you're so talented. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, he was the, <laughs> he's a UAE ambassador to the USA. Uh, he, he's like For a the US. He's the so he's our team. No, no, no. He's okay. the UAE's ambassador to the United oh, States. Oh, he talks to America. Yes, he's like a big wig in, in D.C. from what I hear oh. from my sources. Um, oh. So there was there was a financial war going to be waged against Qatar. The plan was done by Bank Haviland, which uh, is in Luxembourg. It's owned by a British guy. Um, I used to think Luxembourg was a city. Basically is. Um, <laughs> but but I, I seen like they were in the World Cup qualifiers. I was like, what? <clears throat> um, they were going to create... Now, Caesar, let me just say this again. This article is super long. If anybody wants to check it out, like you can just search uh, Intercept UAE Qatar World Cup and the article will come up. It's a you very, have a read. It's a very long article. So I'm condensing it a lot. But the plan was done by this bank um, to create a currency crisis by manipulating bonds and derivatives to, 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 to drain Qatar's cash reserves. Huh? Then they were going to... I'm going to pull up these screenshots. But then they were going to use... Uh, basically the PR machine, you know, the media and stuff like that, to slam Qatar, basically saying that they're broke. Like, they're like they're going to say, like, oh, you know, they're not able to um, afford having the World Cup there. So um, let me just read some of this stuff because it's, uh, it's, it's a lot. Um, so there's already a blockade against Qatar right now, but they were going to do all this to make it, make it so, like, oh, you know, they're not going to be able to make the infrastructure uh, to be able to... Host hold the, the host the World Cup and, and you should have it here in the UAE or share it between the two nations because they're close to each other, obviously. Um, on October 20th, the Intercept... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, this is several weeks after the Intercept obtained the document. It was like a, it was like a whole like PowerPoint. Um, there was a Twitter campaign that was launched, actually, um, and, and there's a... It's called Kick Qatar Out, um, and it was talking about don't be a spectator uh, to Qatar's human rights abuses... It's more than a game. Stop the abuse. So they were like already rolling out the, mm-hmm. the PR machine to start saying like, yeah, you shouldn't let Qatar have it because they're using slave labor. And maybe they are, maybe they're not. I have no idea. It's not about that necessarily. Um, so then um, they were going to make an appeal to FIFA to display football as a tool to, to stabilize the region. Um, but basically uh, saying that Qatar is not like able to host the World Cup. They're doing a lot of things that are nefarious. Yeah. And like I said, it's a huge article. They were going to use so many different ways to like make, they were going to, you know, buy bonds and then short the bonds to make uh, Qatar's currency uh, not be as as, uh, as uh, valuable. But basically what they didn't, what they didn't uh, plan for is that Qatar actually has a huge amounts of cash reserves because of their oil wealth. They got money long. Like, it wasn't going to work, basically. And, like, even during this blockade, they, they were able long. to... Huh? Money long. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to be able to... Uh, they, they just, like, kind of, like, got some of their currency back from other nations. Once again, it was a huge, huge story. It's, like, all these back channels, people, like, making schemes and scheming. And I think... Stay the, scheming? The, the, the reason why I brought it up, because... You know, people don't know that this stuff is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, they don't know that there's like, like, oh, you know, Qatar got the World Cup or whatever. But like, you know, people might not like that Qatar got the World Cup. But like, there is like people making schemes or going to banks in Luxembourg and there's some British guy and this guy from the UAE. To well, like, hmm. Oh, good, good. No, no, good. 
I mean, this is the thing is there's two two big factors. I, when when you talked about when you uh, when I was researching about this, this is the two things that came from it. Hmm. This is two ways in terms of public perception of this. Hmm. Number one, you're talking about a scheme, which you're talking about someone getting schemed. <laughs> Who schemed for the World Cup? <laughs> so you're this. This is all about you know feeling bad for the people that already schemed to get it from what, what, from the real one, what, you former real one, Seppi. So yeah. What, okay. Now okay. Did did Cutter scheme or is that just how it is? Okay. You know what I mean. Well, how it is. Like do okay. you gotta do you gotta uh, grease okay, your hands? It's it's how it is because it's so greasy. You like know, it's already corrupt. It's, he, so, they, so, so can you blame Qatar for that, or are they just like you know they finesse it like everybody else? No, you can't. But if they were doing it the right way and not getting it, but, I'm but, just but, saying. But, like, but maybe there's no right way. You know what I mean? I mean, well, the outline, the the the, the front page right way is this bidding, this yeah. bidding process that's normal. The side bidding, which is the 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 way you supposed to, the way you can get the World that Cup, seems that way. I mean, allegedly, we like don't it. know. We don't know. A lot of legends with Sep going on. You used to be the homie. Now you're fake as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you make it's like hard to feel bad for the people that was. It's hard to feel bad for someone who got schemed harder than they've been scheming. You yeah, know, I mean, it's just I, tough. I mean, I don't feel bad necessarily because it didn't but, actually but, but happen. It, it's it's pretty it, to go on. Just saying, I think it's pretty wild. It's wild how hard. Geopolitics is going in, in, in all regions. Not just talks about you know their land battles and oil mm-hmm. battles, yeah. but to talk about now it's battle over a damn World Cup. It's yeah. crazy. Originally, when they were talking about the World Cup in the Middle East, I was excited, hoping it was going to be at one of my low key favorite stadiums. Is the King Abdullah Stadium in Saudi Arabia? I think that stadium's dope. Okay, I was hoping it's going to be there because I like the, it looks like drapes almost on the outside on the side <laughs> of the arena. I think it's awesome. <laughs> then I found out it was going to be. Uh, and cater, supposed to be cut But going along with that, you gotta understand. You know, when people when you talk about UAE stealing the World Cup from Qatar, the sad thing is when it comes to world knowledge of, of Middle Eastern uh, Middle East geography, mm-hmm. is that a lot of people don't even know the difference between UAE and Qatar. Yeah, they just think it's people the same don't thing. think it's the same place. They're like, isn't that just they think the UAE is like the like the governing body Dubai. or something yeah, like that. Just, yeah, there's no Dubai. And then basically. people think Dubai is Saudi Arabia. People don't know where Dubai. Is. They don't know anything. So mo- so yeah. this is happening. And like when when it comes to reporting it to major uh, newspapers in America, they won't do it because it doesn't. They don't feel like the American public is knowledgeable enough in terms of this area. And they're not. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, I mean, that's why a lot of people don't care. I think people would care more if this was a battle between Wales and England Maybe, in terms yeah. of hosting like. Saying the World Certain Cup games. is for, they're saying, oh, the World Cup's for UK. Like, no, it's not. The World Cup's for Wales. Like, yeah, there'd yeah. be a battle over that. Yeah. But because it's not that the, situation, and, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I, That's what and, makes it kind of sad. It's kind of whack. Yeah. This but, is like, this is, because like, if it was something, I, if it was like talking about the World Cups in America, but they were putting games in Canada, and yeah. it was said the USA World Cup. Yeah. Americans would be like, nah, man. They yeah. don't, it's, it's America's yeah. World Cup. They can have their own. Or imagine, like, like it would be a much bigger deal, like, because obviously the, the World Cup is in Brazil 2014. Yeah. Like, imagine if it was, like, Argentina was, like, trying to scheme and paying some bank to, like, try to get the World I'm, Cup. I'm enlisting. Like, 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 four, <laughs> like four years before, they're like... Draft oh. me. Yeah, they're, like, four years before, like, and... and like coupled with yeah. like some geopolitical issues, which is like going on between those uh, Gulf nations. Once again, like you said, like most people, especially in America, just yeah. don't even know that there's a difference between those places because nope. they just. I mean, I'm not saying this, but I know this is what somebody would think. Like, oh, those people with robes on 
in yeah. the desert. Like that's just what yeah. people are going to think. Or, they, or, they're going to think they're all the same. Yeah, or, and people go, oh, you know, it's all. If it's next to just let them do anyway. Or, or, you don't want to. Like, it just doesn't go down. Yeah, like that, or you know? just like how people just say Africa and they just think like, oh, Africa. Like it's all just one big place yeah. and they all think the same. When, when, the same when, when majority of those countries aren't all homies, no, and, yeah. and they're all individual countries with their own laws, their own states, their own rules, their own regulations. I remember <laughs> it, not the they're oil, not but... they're not states, they're countries. Yeah, no, Ethiopia and Egypt almost like went to war a couple times just yeah. like recently uh, over like and a, that's over, not, over like water, and that's not down the street either. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, like people don't really understand like oh this is like kind of a big deal obviously like it, it seems like it got thwarted but like let's say like you were online and you started seeing like stuff about like human rights abuses in Qatar and like all these different things and saying like oh you know they're, they're not going to be able to finish the stadiums and like because of this blockade like they don't have enough of this this and that you or you or me or maybe somebody else would be like you know what like they shouldn't have the World Cup and no, if they just use, they, 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 they this, use the media to keep like churning the stuff out and I think that this goes along with I think people need to take understanding of a lot of media stuff that's put out is you got to understand intentions of it. You know, Absolutely, sometimes yeah. when it comes to, I mean, I'm just talking personal like knowledge. When it comes to uh, situations going to South America, you got to understand where media is being uh, cr- creating sorts, creating sources, and like where where it's going down. You know what 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 agenda? Yeah, is what's there? the agenda? Yeah, you know because you understand that media is not a governed body of like honesty. Uh, a media is is a hundred percent private source. It's a hundred percent revenue based, and you know it's, it's it's especially in South America, it's revenue based, and you can pretty much write what you want. And if you put the right money on, you can write what you want them to write what you want, and you can do that a lot. Like even for example, like when they were talking about Brazil or even South America, I'm sorry, uh, South Africa hosting the World Cup. You know, you see a lot of stuff like, oh, you know, there's there's so many poor people, blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, but there's poor people here in America too. Like, like America holds hold the World Cup, and there's homeless people too, or whatever. I'm not saying that no. the, the poverty in Brazil is the same as America, but like, you gotta see, you gotta read between the lines and like see that like, you don't have to like hold on to every single word. Is is Qatar perfect? Absolutely not. Are there people there that are probably underpaid and like? being treated poorly as as workers building stadiums and stuff like that i'm sure there are but if it was the world cup here in america would it be would they be people in situations like that too absolutely just like anywhere in the world most likely a big example of the world cup was remember they talked about there's the 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 brazil world cup was going to be a disaster in terms of protests and arguments oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i went to the world cup yes you were there i went to seven games Um, and I watched America lose, and that was can that you, was when I was writing hard. I can can your boy get another cup or what? Uh, I, I gave you a dope one. You know, I gave you a. <laughs> you don't even remember which one I you gave, gave me. Bosnia, Iran. I went to that game. <laughs> you, did, you did. You did. I gave you a hard one. I had to fight my uncle for that cup. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing, I might, have, I might have steal one, but it can't. It don't have a logo on it though. Uh, it have a country on it. Is that cool? No, that's why. It's straight blank. <laughs> they started to realize it become collectibles. They stopped printing ones like that. Um, no, like I went to the World Cup. They took an image on the internet and they said, look, I remember, I'll never forget this. They said that the people are protesting the World Cup at Salvador. Mm. And it showed a bunch of people walking along the highway. If you look at the World Cup at the at the Bajadon, I mean, the Bajadon, the, the stadium in Bahia, um, it, it, it's like a highway, kind of like a, a big, long bridge that goes into the World Cup. And there was a million the people stadium, there. The stadium. The stadium. Yeah. People don't understand that the way they, they didn't handle the transportation correctly, you actually had to walk a lot. On the highway to the World Cup because there was so many stadium. people to the stadium. Yeah. Um, that but they took a picture instead of people protesting. It wasn't protesting. We were just walking into the stadium <laughs> to watch the game. Like, there's no there's no other way to get in. We yeah. had to walk on this 
on the ramp yeah. on there. So they're like, oh, look at all the people protesting, not going in. No, we're just headed to the game, man. Yeah, we're like yeah. two hours early because the bus route was terrible. Yeah. We're ready just to, to get yeah. drunk and wild out. Yeah. You know? and, so, and, and imagine like if they were saying... But like, the image of that yeah. can be skewed into anything exactly. you want. So imagine like... They're saying, imagine if there was like some media outlet here in America saying like, oh, you know, they're protesting. People should boycott watching the World yeah. Cup because of this. And it got big. Yeah. People here might be like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to watch the World Cup because there's like atrocities going on in Brazil. Yeah. You might be calling being like, uh, no, no, no. That picture was just us literally walking. To yeah. The but your voice isn't as powerful. No, it's obviously. not. And I, I'm literally saying, I'm, and then like, literally, we we're talking about not only the, all the crimes and robbery, you're talking about also how, how much protesting. I literally called you on Viber. Yes, sir. Uh, and I said to you, I have not seen one sign. Yeah. I haven't even seen a Jesus sign, yeah. like a picket sign, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. We're all walking in. Yeah. Everybody's buying, paying seven, $10 for beers. Yeah. Everybody's about to have a good old time. Yeah. And like I was like, there was not one protest, man. The yeah. only protest was the bus ride because <laughs> it was so long. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. It, I mean... Granted, of course, I'm not. There was it was hosted at five different cities. It was Manaus. Yeah, yeah. Lord help any players had to play in Manaus. Wow, um, that's the most human place on the planet Earth. And then you had to play in, in Rio. I'm sure I heard there was stuff when we were talking about it, but it's just like I come to I go I go to the World Cup. I come back from World Cup, and all I hear people saying is. You know, not everybody, but a lot of people saying, oh, man, are you okay? Or, oh, man, you know, how was it? I bet it did a lot of people not show up because of protests. I'm like, what are you talking about? It was a packed house every yeah. game. I couldn't even sit down. Every time I stood up, I was afraid someone was going to steal my seat behind me. It was so wild. <laughs> and they will yeah. steal that seat. Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember the Japanese fans cleaning up after themselves. That, that was the great. cutest thing yeah. ever. Uh, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, once again, like the, the, the reason I wanted to bring this up, once again, this article's in The Intercept. It's... Uh, I like. I'm not gonna say the link, but if you just put World Cup Qatar UAE intercept, yeah, it'll check. We'll put that link. It, it, it'll come up for people to understand that there's big money. Mm-hmm. There's big, 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 big money. There's the petrodollar. There's the you know, mafia. Yeah. There's all these things well, behind the game. Of course. And what would the Middle East? What's a reason the Middle East would love to profit off of? They already have so much profit coming off just out of natural resources. Hmm. Can you imagine what they would also acquire if they were able to display a World Cup that would show their their city and Qatar being beautiful, yes, modern, and it, if like it that. would bring actual tourism money, which I know is not a strong suit of theirs, it would bring yeah. a big amount of tourism that would only help out the well, economy yeah, well, further. Yeah, because like Qatar so that's why like, it's yeah. a big uh, another big thing to, to work up, and it might boost local soccer, which also boosts money, you know, yeah, uh, for sports sure. in, the, in the region. That'd be yeah. big. Yeah, I mean, because Qatar is not like a huge um, uh, tourism place. But, no, no, but the UAE is. The yeah, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, but, and, and, and stuff like they, that. They obviously want some of that as well. You know, they. Yeah, want, I would imagine they, they do. Yeah, for sure. Extra money goes. A long way because you might bring foreign investors, you might exactly. just bring so much exactly. business. And yeah. tourism can mean yeah. business, so yeah. right now, Qatar just has like a huge uh military base there. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> oh, it's it's big. Um, so yeah, check out that article. We're, I, I gave you a very, very, very condensed version of it, but it's it's like it's. The, like, the most like depending on papers, most of the articles stacks is just stacks about, like pages. Most of the article is just about like their their plan to do it. And at the end, it's like yeah. And a lot of the reasons they wanted to do that was just so like UAE can get the World Cup off of Qatar. Oh my god! Yeah, um, we'll, we'll probably be at that World Cup too. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> anyway, that'd Caesar, be a cool stamp. Hope I mean Caesar. Damn, I'm, I'm gonna just say it, dude. I hope the world can just stay peaceful so we can get at least the 2018 World Cup. 
and and the 2022 world. Can we just have this? Uh, just, yeah, I, I actually do want to see the World Cup. It'd be kind of cool to see it, just to like see, see it happen in the 2022 World Cup in the Malaysia. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, why not? You know what I mean? I thought the the, the Johannesburg uh, World Cup was awesome. Yeah, the South Africa World Cup was dope. It I was mean, beautiful. I mean, we weren't there. We were watching. No, it, but it's like I mean, no, like, I heard it. I heard it wasn't terrible either. I heard it was yeah, cool. It, it, like and all for for all the, I remember that that time period for all the like I I'm keep up a lot with like South African uh, society and politics and stuff like that. For all the crime that South Africa does have. I knew that, like, when the World Cup's there, it's going to be fine. Like, people aren't going to want to... Tar- like, people have pride. People aren't going to want to tarnish... Like, Caesar, if they had, like, some big thing in Southside Chicago, people are going to be like, hey, you know what? Like, they're going to the go world, the, shoot yeah, They're going to be like, the world's, the, looking, hell, man. the world's looking at us. Let's, you know... In, in the, South people Nord, pride. I'm over here getting my, 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 my bread and coffee in the morning. <laughs> There's Dutch people walking around. There's yeah. people in... in uh, uh, the Dutch and you know they they got the double strap sandals. Yeah. And like, you know that from here. They're walking around having a grand old time, yeah. walking to the beach, hanging out. There's no one out here pressing them. No, of course like, not. Like, no. Relax. Yeah, people have a lot of pride in like where they come from, and they want to like have a good. Yeah, representation. but if you walking by yourself at two a.m., that's your own problem. But if you walk around having a, being or, a regular citizen, or if you're doing good. that stuff, what was that one swimmer guy doing? Now we're swimmer. That swimmer guy wilding out. I forgot his name. For he thinks he can get off. I forgot that dude's name, uh, yeah. The dude with the, the grill. He's around with the, yeah, he with the grill. Yeah, or something like that. Uh, he learned his lesson. Yeah, yeah. A fucking right. liar. Oh. He got caught. I remember them lies he was saying? Oh, my God. So terrible. He, he went to like a gas station, peed all over or something like that, right? Then he said he, he like got broke kidnapped. The do- he said we broke the door or something like that. He didn't pay the dude or something. Something, something crazy. I hope they never get Uber. I think it was Ryan something. Yeah, that's right, I think. It was like Ryan. Gritsby or Gritz? I forgot. Gretzky? Ryan Gretzky. Didn't he have like blue hair? Yeah, he had like like some bleach blonde hair or something like that. I think it was like, I think he dyed like green or blue or something something like that. Anyway. Anyway, Caesar, um, I want to talk a little bit about um, American soccer because, I mean, we're talking about the World Cup for for a little while now. Um, And obviously the USA did not make it to the World Cup in Russia. Um, Shameful, honestly. I don't know how you don't make it out of CONCACAF. Um, you know what? It's so funny because like people say, "Oh, you know, Italy didn't make it too." Do you know how down Italy would have been to play in Concacaf? Italy would have been playing their C team. They would have brought Pele out of China and he would have <laughs> dropped twenty goals in Concacaf. Easy money, money. They'd be like, they they would have just been like, oh, "Okay, we'll just be second to Mexico." They, yeah, <laughs> they, they might actually finish second to Mexico. Oh, they for Mexico's sure. Good out. Yeah, Mexico's very good. Um, anyway, Caesar, um, I does this. I came across. Wait, you you does this? I, I does this. Okay, I came across. Double checking. I came across a, a short interview with uh, Landon Donovan with uh, one of the dudes that like does like stuff for MLS, um, and I was like, oh, "What's up with Landon?" I, I wanted to see what he's talking about. It was like a nine minute interview um, on the MLS uh, YouTube uh, uh, site. So they t- they were talking to him about um, the USA not making it to the World Cup, and uh, they talked to him a little bit about MLS too. I don't really care about that, but um, this is what Landon Donovan. I wrote a couple notes. This is like a, a little bit of what he said about USA not making the World Cup. The first thing he said, which I thought was very interesting, he said he felt the same when USA lost to Trinidad and Tobago and he realized they weren't going to go to the World Cup. He said it felt the same as when he was left off the 2014 team. This dude just <laughs> it hurts forever. It's, it's so burned forever. But I'm just like, Doug, what the hell's it got to do with you? <laughs> like, I think this was the Donovan show, but damn. I know you was hurt from that. I know you salty. Yeah, like, damn. I know you salty. You got dumped, but hey, come on, dog. It's not about you right now. It's about the country. <laughs> Four years ago almost. You probably would have missed that goal like Wazowski did too, so whatever. <laughs> and he said... Um, <laughs> 
He said that we need to reassess, reevaluate, and maybe change leadership. And he said in a matter-of-fact way that the USA, uh, he said that USA soccer will get better. He, he mentioned like they're putting a lot of money or whatever, but he said we need to reassess, reevaluate, and maybe change leadership. And in a matter-of-fact way, he said USA soccer will get better. He's just like, like yeah, of course it's going to get better. Um, I was a little bit shocked. You, you know, okay, the reason why I wanted to watch it is because I wanted to see like if he had some solutions, like if he had some actual ideas because this is somebody who... You, you're very knowledgeable, obviously. You should be. Anyways, an American talker. Exactly. And I was just like, this guy has nothing. And he it, has it, nothing for American soccer. No, and it's funny because a lot of people are vouching for him to be the new leader of the Federation. Why? Like, you he know, had nothing to If you're trying to be to a say. Federation boss, first of all, you got to drop some bars. Yeah, like something. Number like one, champagne uh, campaign. Maybe a change in leadership. No, I believe. You know, be like you know. I think the federation's done a lot for us, but I think a change in leadership in a federation would be what's needed. You know, what's needed is change. Needed, you need. Why didn't he come and outline? Why didn't he mention pay to play one time? Like a change. Everybody mentions pay to play, yeah. but Donovan, yeah. the one dude you want to hear say it. Like it was, it was a little bit shameful. I'm like, okay, maybe he's not trying to be the the leader or whatever. But I was just like, dog, like you have nothing concrete. And I'm like thinking about us, like really going in on multiple episodes about what needs to change about American mm-hmm. soccer. Like somebody can disagree, but at least we're, we, we thought about something that could change to make it better from our perspective, from our, from our experience. And we're saying it, he just said like, Oh, let's just reevaluate. You, you know, it was funny because when you mentioned this, I was, I looked up the interview and I wanted to see if you dropped the bar, but since Donovan won't, I will. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hey, I want to know the average statistical breakdown or the, the average number on how much club soccer runs for youth in America. Oh, damn it. I just wanted the actual number. Because young stats right now. I looked up the old days when my mom had an old email <laughs> from, from Irvine Strikers and I saw the price that wait, was wait, wait, for wait, us. Wait, wait, Not Sun Valley Strikers. Not Sun Valley. Not, 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 Sun Valley Strikers LLC. Okay? Yeah, no, not Sun Valley Strikers. Because that's... Coming very soon. Okay, yeah. I just uh, wanted to make sure every you... every week struggles come before that though. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> um, shout out to Uh The offer that they were at this was in two thousand five. Irvine Strikers was mm-hmm. five hundred and fifty dollars for a season without travel. Travel travel was you had to pay for more. a year five hundred fifty dollars. Okay, it was going to be a thousand dollars to go to the tournament in Oregon, Beaver Town, Oregon. Okay, oh my god, that's cute. I looked at 2016 numbers, okay? Oh my God. All the travel expenses included, teams' fees and dues can run $3,000 a year. <laughs> That's insane, dude. And they have the height, they have multiple, they have tons of teams, they have A teams, B teams, C teams, $3,000. And they're churning money. Irvine, if they're practicing in Irvine or whatever city, normally children, just to rent field, a team has to only pay like $10 a child. But each child is giving you three k, and it only costs 10 bucks a kid to rent a field? Oh my God, it's all about the money. It's all about the Benjamins. Caesar, like I said before, when we talked about promotion and relegation and MLS, <laughs> and, and I said, and I stand by this, the reason why we don't see like the American soccer culture really changing is for one reason that we're not going to say, right? Yeah. 
Um, and because America is about monopolies, like people want to have monopolies and they're, and they're hella greedy. So they're not thinking in the long run, like, okay, like maybe if we develop these youth, like in the, in like maybe eight years, like they can be something amazing. Like, nah, I just want everything right now. It's about a monopoly. And that's why, I mean, you said it went from 550 and 2000, what? Five. 2005, 550, which well, is without, still. Without travel too, which is a lot of money. Okay. It's still a lot. So we're talking about at least like 700, $800. We, we turned that down and I signed up for another year of. Easy, super easy, not challenging me, quote unquote, what the coaches said, AYSO for 80 bucks. Yeah. That's what they said. Oh, he's not going to grow and develop. He's yeah. not challenging himself. Instead of paying 550 bucks. I was like, I'm not paying 500 bucks. Doug, they should be paying her 500 <laughs> yeah. bucks to get you. Um, it, It's, it's, but, but that's like without travel, you know, there's, with travel, it'd and you got to eat and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You, th- you might want to travel. Yeah. A bag of chips. <laughs> and that's 2005. Now we're talking about 3K 3, for a, like that, that's insane. Well, Landon, if you're listening, just know that when we have that, like America's never going to be good. No, it's like, not going to work out. Um, there's a really good old documentary called Rags to Riches. Mm. Um, it's MLS documentary based on Eddie Johnson, and he talks. And oh, yeah, it, well, I want to watch it. I it's kidding. really good. It's uh it's it's a good seven minute documentary. It's oh, MLS seven made, minutes. Yeah, it's, it's MLS 2000 like. Six. I mean, okay. we're talking budget tight. Okay, um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so they actually went out to Bunnell and they showed his area. Okay. They interviewed his mom, and it was really cool seeing that when they interviewed his mom, he came home one day. He's like, "I want to play soccer," and then it, it, she was just so like, "Just all right, like go ahead," you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Not even like interviewing it, but mm. she said, "Oh, it, it's something we can't afford." You know, club soccer. This top soccer club team wanted, but it was. The only way he literally got in is because there was a really awesome host family that took him in and was mm-hmm. able to, to to cover the fees for it. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing about how the pay-to-play system was constructed, that it was actually team uh, parents of other teams that were irate that he got to play. Mm-hmm. Upset that he was able to pay. Uh, because he couldn't afford it, he shouldn't be able to play. Like, what are we living in? Yeah. I mean, and that's the soccer so, culture. So what, like, soccer is a caste system now? Like, yeah. we're just we're just going to do it where yeah. it's only, like, certain levels of humans Caesar, can Caesar, play? Caesar, let's be honest. Certain, oh, uh-huh. here, here we have Caesar. middle mid, uh, mid, middle class soccer. Caesar. Here's upper class soccer. Some people would be down it, for that. It seems like it. Caesar, you know why they were mad that he was playing. Don't say it. <laughs> but you know why they were mad that he was playing. You know why they were mad. That's crazy. You it's, know why they were mad that he was playing? That he was playing? That's crazy, man. Because he looked like his microphone. <laughs> it's straight out the bottom, and it's just like, you know. It, it's a shame. Um, So that was Landon Donovan, and I was like, I was a little bit disappointed. One, because it seemed very arrogant that you're like talking about like, oh, this is how I felt when, when I didn't get picked for the team, which was a travesty and no, it was no, ridiculous. Yeah, no, but it's no, like, no. no that uh, that should be two, upset. That should be two different feelings. To keep it real, uh, uh, LD, it's not about you right Yeah, now. it's not what, about what you. It's about... Us and the the nation. And yeah, a few out here trying to campaign. I mean, I don't know if you're not. Maybe I don't you're think not, it is, but it didn't seem like it anyway. But but if you're gonna be this dude where where they want to talk to you about what's going down, yeah, you're important. You, you can literally do some two minutes of Google research. You can look up some more receipts, and you could give out some more stuff for the people that are saying because you know this is what I was looked up based upon what I had. That's nothing. But you have access to so much more. And he has experience. And you have experience and you play super high levels. You played overseas. Yeah. You've been, you've seen youth academies overseas. Why don't you talk about how, you know, when I was at Everton, I got to see how the youth academy was there compared to the youth academy in America and the yeah. breakdown of it. Well, it was there for like 10 minutes. Okay. Well, the 10 minutes, you could have saw <laughs> six minutes of what was going down. <laughs> well, Caesar, 
good thing you're bringing that up because I also want to talk about some stuff Chris and Pulisic was saying, uh, Pulisic uh, was saying about youth development here in America. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lennon Donovan, you're obviously not on your champagne campaign, but we made it as on that champagne right, campaign. Um, so, so a few things I want to talk about while Lennon, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Chris and Pulisic, um, he said, he did say he was pretty depressed um, that they didn't make it to the World Cup. Um he said, um, he, he talked about, um, okay, he said that the best American players age 16 to 18 need to be uh, better tested because those are the most crucial crucial years mm-hmm. of development. That's his opinion. This is what he said. Uh, for a soccer player, um, those ages 16 to 18 are everything. From a developmental perspective, it's almost like this sweet spot. It's the age where a player's growth and skill sort of intersect in just the right way and where with the right direction, a player can make their biggest leap in development by far. In the U.S. system, too often the best player on an under-17 uh, under seventeen team will be treated like a star, not having to work for the ball, being the focus of the offense all the time, at a time when they should be having to fight tooth and nail for their spot. Um, he continues to say, it's a bit of a lot of This is from his uh, Players' Tribune, right? This is from his 1800 days. Yeah, yeah. Players should be in an article. Okay. Uh, interview. He said, uh, in Europe, on the other hand, the average level of ability around you is just is just so much higher. It's a pool of players where everyone has been the best player and everyone is fighting for a spot week in and week out. I'm going to skip the rest of that. Um, he did he did go on to talk about how like uh, FIFA's rules make it that um, players can't leave their countries for another club until they're 18. Um but if you have like um, EU citizenship, you can go to other countries. Yeah. If you're 16 or something like that, he, it was it was some different things that it, he talked it's about. Complicated people. It, it is complicated, but um, but one thing he didn't talk about when I was reading it, it it's just a lot. I don't want to like go through everything, but um, okay, let's just go back to what he said before when he said that um, in Europe the 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 average level of ability around you is a lot higher, and then at the end he said something about. Um, in the the path to the USA winning a World Cup, it doesn't start with having more talent. It starts with developing the talent that we have in the right way. Um, and I was like rocking with him for a while, especially the stuff he's saying. I didn't know anything about this like stuff. Too. But um, but when he said that it doesn't start with like having more talent, it's about developing the talent. He's completely wrong. No, without a doubt. Like he's wrong. Maybe he didn't spend that much time in the youth system here, but. America does not have the talent in the soccer pool right now. No, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't have... The, 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 the thing is, he has this... I mean, look, we got to keep it real. You know, Pulisic might have still, like, a lot of homies that came from the system. He had a lot of friends that give the system. For him to say that... They the, suck. They <laughs> suck. They weren't good enough. It's kind of tough move. Yeah, he can't do that. I, I, I mean, you're still... You're a public figure in America. <laughs> that, you're the biggest face of soccer, American soccer right now. So Basically, everything yeah. you say can be destroyed, even though... Don't worry. Fox is going to ride to you to the end. Uh, <laughs> Fox you know, You can say whatever you want, dog. Seriously. Just don't get caught up. Oh, um, man. So, like, it's just... You know, he's saying that. But, like we've been saying, it's... America has the talent... To, to for, has talent for soccer. The nation does. The nation Absolutely, does. The, the populace has this. Yeah. The most talented. We're just in the world. not in that pool. Yeah. We're not digging from it, and we're not extracting it. No, no, no. Don't. We know where it is, no, no, and no, we no, know no, what no. it is. Don't say what that pool. But is. I'm not gonna say. Don't it. say what that pool is. But please I'll, don't I'll drop that, that pool. <laughs> please don't drop that. Don't pool. drop that pool. <laughs> the, the, in it, but it's just obvious. You know, if there's a pay to play system. We're not getting the right pool of talent. You need to have, even if if people can say, "Oh, you know what you're what you're trying, or you trying to say that only only the lower cast people are playing no, good, good at soccer." That, it's me. not even that. I'm just saying that it needs to be open for everybody. Why 
clo- closed, like have a, a why dig into like try to catch fish with a small net? Caesar's why not have a bigger net? I, I, like, I don't even think it's the fact that it's the pay to play. I think, I think it's, it could be a big part of it. I, I feel you. I think it's the culture. But that, I agree. I think it's the culture, and I think like culturally, they're they're they don't want that shift to happen. There's somebody that's controlling the narrative and controlling like how the culture develops in soccer in America, and they don't want that shift to happen. It, it has to be the case because Caesar, it's not that difficult to go somewhere and be like, dang, like okay. Look at this uh, junior high school basketball team. That guy is like really good. He wants to keep playing basketball. Let me go talk to this kid that sits on the bench the whole time and see like, hmm, do you want to switch? I have no problem saying like Caesar. It happened. Caesar, we talked about uh, <laughs> what was what was that? You hear you hear keys jingling, <laughs> Caesar. We we already talked about like yo. I know that like a Division three college cornerback is an amazing athlete and better than like a division three college safety football player is miles better athlete than Gerard Piquet. Like they'll run circles around Gerard Piquet. This guy's never going to have any career playing football. That, that kid needs to be like playing soccer. I agree. I mean, you know, one one thing I learned when I was younger was like when I when when I when I had teammates from basketball that were on the bench and weren't playing a lot, you know who would approach them? Volleyball. Say, yeah, hey, exactly. we want to get yeah. you in here. Yeah. Why can't they be the approach of soccer? Yeah. Why why can't soccer sit at the track and field things Caesar. and be like, look, this kid keeps finishing third over here at, at, at this at, at the at the hundred meter yeah. sprint or the guy who's running the two hundred. Yeah. Like, look, man. You, we're in opposite seasons. Yeah, Caesar, I'm fall. Caesar. You're track. You're yeah. in the spring. Caesar. Why don't you come on over here and run around Caesar. on this wing fullback all Seriously. day? Caesar, I promise you. I promise you. I think soccer's in the winter. Actually, it's like well, it's, in the same uh, as it's the well, same as okay, like wrestling. Well, well, high school, it's well, only going to be fall, 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 uh, fall, fall, spring. Okay, well, there's I no think, winter in high school. So no, no, it was when I okay. Well, we had we had football well, I'm season. Talking, then, then, yeah, I'm then, talking. So soccer would be September to February. So okay, that's your what, first semester of school. Okay, okay, okay. This is what I, from what I remember when Before I was in Christmas school. Break, after Christmas I break. think that soccer was in the winter. So like, it, it was football, and then it was, there was like. It was football, it was soccer, football like, going at the same time. No, no, I basically. don't think that. But football's I, a little earlier. No, no, I don't think that soccer was in the same as football when I was in high school okay. or my school. I think that it was, because there was like, let's say, for example, one, one year I, yeah. I did football and wrestling and track. So I think that soccer was in the same time as wrestling. Mm-hmm. So. For me, if somebody would have been like after football season, like, hey, like, because I did wrestling one year and I hated it and I was never going to do it again. So in the winter, I used to just get prepared for track season. If somebody would have been like, hey, you want to come play soccer for the season? I would have been like, you know what? I'm, let me come check it out. Like, I would have been like, let me come check it out. I just got one of my homies. Like, hey, dog, let's go see what's up with soccer practice, like what they're doing. I never knew one thing about our soccer team. I didn't have any idea if, we if, had if, one. If, if, even if someone came in and just talked to talk to me, because in high school, I don't know, I'm sure you have this too. When you're playing high school, after, they always kind of give you like a quote-unquote mentor. That's what they gave us. It was like some like uh, like – a coach of not just your own team, whatever. It's like your mentor. You mean with them? You went to Compton you High. To, <laughs> just to you keep to, us focused on on not being in the streets or whatever. So I had this mentor. He was a football coach. Inglewood. My, my mentor. School. Everybody was just my mentor ended up being the, the high school varsity football coach. Okay, gotcha. And he talked to me, and he was like, "Look, Caesar." He's like, 
you know, you're he's like, you're not going to be playing this year, the CIF. You're not playing for a year. He's like, why don't you just come over here? He's like, I'll just have you work. Just literally, you don't even have to play any games. Just sign up for the football team. I'm going to put you in the wide receiver team. And I'm just going to show you how to catch and run around yeah. and help your footwork. And yeah. It'll help you out. Just run around and just get out there and stay in shape. Yeah. I know you don't want to do track and just run circles all day. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But if someone came to me and said, look, I know you played soccer before, or even if you played soccer before, why don't you just come out for a year yeah. and feel it out? Yeah. You you left early before. Just give it a whirl. Yeah. You know, you're on a team. You get the team camaraderie. Yeah. You get good workout in. That would have definitely happened. And then if someone said to me, you know, America has a system. I know you saw Freddie Adu. Hmm. And anything's possible. Why not just give it a whirl? Maybe they'll stick in. There's probably a better chance of you doing this and that. I'd be like, I'd have been like, you know, why not? Caesar, because like if, a lot I, of, if it would have actually worked out for me, I'd be like, I think I want to stay. I'm doing yeah, good. A lot of a lot. I know a lot of. There's a lot of young people right now that would be like, at least like let me try it out. And there's going to be some that won't. Because for example, like we used to try to get dudes that played football to run track all the time, and half of them would be like, Nah, I'm, I'm good. But some of them would. But the ones that did definitely but, improved. But some of them <laughs> would. Some like like let's say like out of ten, like yeah. three would come. There's always one players that yeah. run track. It's just a thing. Yeah. So so. If it would have been like, oh, let's ask ten of these guys and three of them yeah. come. Like these, there's so many good athletes. Like that's a beginning to make soccer way more popular in America. Not, not only with that, it, but that begins with changing, like you said, the culture, the, the culture, the, the, exactly. the youth vision of yeah. soccer. When you're making soccer, like soccer in America, to be honest, with you, especially with a lot of young American kids, is it's corny it's boring yeah it's 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 like it's not for me yeah mm-hmm. and like it's just like <laughs> it, it, you know what i mean it's not for me so that needs to be changed if you yeah. can make soccer become part of youth culture and make, they make see it, make like, they see that guy. oh like oh do play oh i'm gonna try and check yeah. it out too. If, if they show if they're showing um, you know, I think LeBron's talked about, you know, putting his kid in soccer when he's younger. Mm-hmm. Like, these athletes make it more of, like, understandable. But see, the problem with LeBron putting his kid in soccer, this is the thing. It only fits into what America does with soccer. He's rich. It's like, he's rich. Um, everybody, on, to be honest, a lot of people mm-hmm. play soccer at a youth level, but then the transition to other sports, that's always been America's norm, yeah, is that yeah. America, soccer is a great thing to start your kid when off. You're, a kid, you're yeah. not getting your head knocked off. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you it's, can get, the, get, get some of that baby fat it's off. It's 22 kids on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody signs up. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Water, uh, Capri Suns and water, <laughs> and orange slices orange at lunch. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, good time. Donuts at the end. It's mm-hmm. all goody, goody. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, now we're going to start Pop Warner because they're old enough. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Tack, pads come on, boom! It's like this is like the system that goes. They've yeah. been running in soccer for four years. Boom! Let's do this. Yeah, well, America needs to needs to lock into the uh, the youth and say it starts off here. But I'm trying to be there. It, it, the day American kid can say, yeah, you know, I'm here, and let's say uh, what uh, I'm I'm here in, in Chino Hills. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm from Chino Hills, but my dream is the one play to play in Red Bull Leipzig. That, mm-hmm. like, that'd be just cool to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really want to play the Porto because someone like. I've seen a lot of players come from Porto and go to top teams in the world. Yeah. It seems like the place to go. So yeah. my goal is to make the yeah. Porto. That's when America can start being successful. Pulisic talking about the, the, the FIFA regulations. I'm actually confused by them. I don't get them all the way because there's been players like Messi who left at 13. I don't really know how it goes yeah. down. But it makes kind of it makes sense 
Well, it's like if your parents go or so. It, I mean, there it's complicated. I'm sure uh, it's complicated. You know, there's ways around. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they can jug it. Grease, grease and palms. Yeah, I'm sure they can jug, fin- jug fin- it. Finesse the plug. They can finesse the passport easily, yeah, yeah, probably. Seriously, but it's just like that. It's true. They need to but, be tested. But, but, I agree. I agree with what he's saying. But but at the same time, like I I, I feel him too. But yeah. like. If we can't, like, let's say, if American kids can't go, then, like, let's build it here. No, and no, we, have, we have the ability. No, keep it real. It, it happens here. If your kid's good enough, honestly, if you're, like, right now, let's say I have a child and he's really good. Yeah. You know my first thing is, do. I know the way to get him out. What you need to do, I need to take my kid, hey, look, right now you're really good. You're 16. I'm going to send you to Florida to the IMG Academy. Mm. That's what everybody does. The top kids in America, like the top, top, they go, we're going to send them to IMG Academy because IMG Academy is the feeder for European clubs. Mm. He like like Joe Gio. Joe Gio came out of IMG Academy. Hey, Breck, Breck Shea. Breck Shea. IMG is the feeder for Europe. Hmm. That's where that Europe. But the thing is, is like that can't be the place. America needs to have a litany of academies mm-hmm. or these clubs. Even the, those clubs put. I don't care. Put them damn academies here. I don't care about Galaxy with their fake academies. I don't care about yeah. Orange County Soccer Club D three academies. That's yeah. not what it's about. It's yeah. about. If, if if we're just trying to get America talent better and we don't have our league set yet, let them go to Europe. They're going to come back. Look at Brazil. All these top players go play out of Brazil. And what do they always say? Oh, I, can't, I can't wait to come back. I'm going to come back one day. They're, they're going to come back if you're really excited. But you need to start. Obviously, you don't want to follow Brazil's model and have players come back late. You want to have them, you know, develop American League. But you need to, like, get one. You need to climb one mountain at a time. Yeah. You're not going to have the best league in the world. I'm sorry. ML- MLS is never going to be a It's not going to be that. Never so why don't league. you at least get those uh, popular American players yeah. to come back a little at, at, at late 20s, MLS, early 30s? MLS started in 1996. It's not going to happen. Unless there's, like... Goddamn Brazil League, man. It says 1902, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, so, like, it's not going to happen. But if you can get America to get into, like, the semifinals of the World Cup, like, that's a big deal. Yeah, so so why not? If, or, if, or, if or, our objective or, right now... Having, like, American players on, like, Barcelona and exactly. stuff like that, yeah. To see American player, I'd be I'm like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> and not, not, not a center back. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to see a, a American player ball off of Valencia next to Kongdobi. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but so the thing is, like, if you're you're one one mountain at a time, we're trying to climb. And we're yeah. not trying to throw a football over a mountain either. We're just one, <laughs> one mountain at a time. Don't, don't be bringing up uh, Napoleon Dynamite right I now. Throw football at that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I throw football quarter mile. <laughs> but yeah, so America, gotta get if you want to get this. Pulisic is right about a lot of stuff. Stuff obviously we disagree about, but getting those youth talent to Europe is is the objective right now to show Europe. Here's the talent because then it can invest and we can yeah. grow. It's about investing and growing, and it's about changing the culture of American Damn soccer. It. And you, we know you. you Stop charging three K, man. And if you're gonna charge, like you, you know where they got to get that pool. They they got to bring that pool in. You put a put a camp of their Mississippi Valley State College. See what's up, man. In, put, integrate put a little workout pool over in, there. Integrate that pool. <laughs> anyway, Caesar, um, I really wanted to talk a little bit about um, Italy soccer but like we talk too much about american soccer so let's get into these game recaps um i did watch some games this weekend i did watch the uh north london derby Ooh. i did watch the uh rome derby the uh, roma lazio yeah and i did watch the madrid derby, derby. uh not the derby <laughs> no not the derby we're, we're saying derby um i also watched uh, amion versus monaco but it's whatever it ended a 1-1 um, I was going to watch it and I was like, oh, it's Amiens. I'm good. <laughs> they did just beat Lille 3-0, though. Yes, uh, Arsenal did beat Tottenham. Um, Lacazette started. Uh, Sissoko, the African Laka, world. Laka. 
uh, Sissoko, the African warlord, started. Uh, Sissoko, a real warrior, dog. Okay, Caesar. Uh, you are, you good? Yeah. You all right over there? Mm. Uh, okay, Caesar. I watched the. You, you know how I feel about EPL. I'm just really not an EPL guy. Um, I watched like in the first 15 minutes. I was just like, God. like both the teams want to run around more than playing actually, like actually playing football. Like, okay, you know, like I compared it to like a basketball game. Like, you know, like if you're playing, let's say we're playing one on one, and like if I just like keep like fouling you. Or I just keep like being wild as opposed to like actually playing. You know what? I, I think even better comparison is that is if you let's say you're watching two teams that just like to go up the field a lot, mm-hmm. a court a lot, and they're just throwing like instead of getting the rebound, giving the point guard, going up to the offense, they're just throwing it across the court, and they keep missing layups yeah, when they come back. Like, it gets really stressful. I'm just like, like dude, like can you like play the ball game? Can like, you, why are you can just you running around? Run the goddamn two offense. Yeah, plays? dude. Like, can we get some picks down low? Yeah, I'm like, oh god, it was like 15 minutes. I was like, god, can they like play? Like, and it was like funny because like then I watched uh, when I I think it was when I was watching um, Real Madrid versus Atleti, like. There's like a certain like okay yeah, I'm not just right. gonna just be erratic like I'm gonna I'm gonna not like let you play but like we're gonna play like I'm we're gonna it was play. tense like we're gonna play we're not just gonna try to the, like the, kill the each style other style is the difference between like over the top trying to do all this yeah. to to Real Madrid the, the, like we're gonna the, the Madrid derby was like tense like let's just we're I'm a, we're gonna do our thing you do your thing let's see yeah, we're gonna play better. each other we're gonna we're gonna go out yeah not just like oh we're just running around yeah. and the headers fifteen no. balls Jeez. in a row but anyway uh, Arsenal did win two zero um, what's his name was Stuffy scored and uh, weak who was this oh Alexi Sanchez scored off a like I said cross. Um, even though uh, Musavi's goal was off of a set piece, off of it was not a foul on Sanchez. Anybody that's an Arsenal fan, that was not a uh, foul. Arsenal. Anyway, um, it, Arsenal did win two zero, and like everybody was like loving Tottenham before that. But um, after the game, I saw a stat that said uh, Tottenham versus big clubs um, under Pochettino in Premier League. So the big clubs: Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, and Man U. They're one six and ten. Oh wow, man! That's good consideration for a top coach right there. Like, so it's funny because I'm like, okay, then why do y'all ride them so hard after they win a game? When like this dude has doesn't beat the top teams in the league. Pochettino, like we said this before on the We Made podcast, the realest soccer podcast of all time. The number one realest soccer. Not podcast only does the man in the English language. Me and him got the same trophy case. <laughs> as as managers, we just got the same trophy case. You're not even beating. Uh, they got them tumble, tumbleweeds in that damn uh, trophy case. It's, it's a little dusty. He, he don't even have a We Made It award. He didn't get a W. He don't even got a We Made It award. Mario Gutza got a We Made It Goodza award. Gutza got an award. Gutza got an award. Kingsley Hellman got an award, I think. Fucking beater. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like. Uh, yeah. You know what that- happens? You beat Real Madrid. Fox News hype machine loves you. So here Seriously. comes the sauce. You know why they love him so much? Because of Harry Kane. And we know why they love him so much. Harry Kane. Um, when I was reading that Nolito article, he said that uh, David Silva is like the best player in the Premier League. He's like, if he was English, uh, people would say that. I agree. He's incredible. <laughs> He's very good. Um, I, I'm, like, when David Silva, like, 
episode was so good that when he has the ball, you just know it's gonna be all good. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, it's not school. gonna. It's like the Kondobi tracker. It's gonna be positive. Yeah, you don't, you don't gotta worry. No, uh, why even track? It's just good go. Seriously. Like everybody, you gotta do this and this and this. And then the episode, you just you live life how you do. You yeah, just seriously. keep doing what you do normally. Um, even more exciting that the game I was most excited for over the weekend, even more so than the uh, Madrid derby, was uh, Roma versus Lazio. Um, the re- the reason Van Anderson play. No, he's hurt. Actually, um, the reason why I was excited because there was all that controversy that only we made a podcast talked about about like the you know the anti-Semitism and the and Frank and stuff like you that. Did Rudiger watch? Did Rudiger watch the wrong derby? Balotelli definitely watched Ron Darby, even though he's not played for either of the. But teams. I mean, I know he hasn't, but but, but you know, Anne Frank. You know. Yeah, and and he's and he's very cool. Yeah, he's he's he has a connection with uh, Anne Frank in the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and he, uh, for people that don't know, his grandfather is a Holocaust survivor, um, and um, I think he's pretty cool with Chiro Mobile too. Yeah, dogs. Yeah, I, th- I think they're dogs. Um, but anyway, Rome Darby. Um, but yeah, so I went to watch it because I was like, can, is there going to be some uh, you know some some friction in the crowd because they're like oh. The Lazio fans were, you know, it, it, it was tense the last few weeks. Only we made a podcast talked about it. Um, anyway, the game was pretty intense. It was a really good game. Um, in the 48th minute, there was a penalty. You, you know that dude Bastos that plays for uh, Lazio, the black yeah. guy? He's from Angola. I'm Bastos, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, he had a terrible game. Um, <laughs> he gave up the penalty on Kolarov, and then uh, Perotti scored the penalty for him. What's up? Why is Kolarov such a goon? Kolarov, dog, hold on, hold on one second. Kolarov is over at Roma balling, yeah, yeah. dog. He's balling. When you, when you what, if Kolarov, if I told Kolarov, hey man, this costs ten bucks. Kolarov said to me, it's five. I'm like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Kolarov is a good Debo. He is the definition. What's a goon to a yeah, goblin? Yeah, he is Debo over there. Like the dude is like he looks like a, he looks like an admiral. I don't know what position he plays. He's a left back. He's a left back. That's number eleven. So <laughs> he's already a goon because ain't nobody gonna tell me he's not gonna be number eleven. Hey, you I'm me? not gonna tell him. I'm not gonna tell if him. If I'm number eleven, but hey, though, he'll my jersey. He got, the, he got that salt and pepper hair too. I'd, I'd be like, look, man, it's like Sergio. They gave me the wrong size. Yeah, you want eleven? Like, I'd be like, like on Friday, I'd be like, it's like it's both ours. <laughs> <laughs> what chain? Yeah. He's like, my he's for sure the Debo of, 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 he's of, Debo, of world soccer. My dad. So I should get my bike back. You know I wouldn't trip. <laughs> Come on, Craig. Oh, that bike. <laughs> He's like, oh, that number. <laughs> anyway, I saw actually it's funny. Uh, uh, like five, seven years ago, I saw Debo at Food for West in Long Beach. I was like, damn dog, them chicks though. Yeah, food for less with me. <laughs> food for less, dog. What them chicks? Bagging at? your own groceries. <laughs> I got a funny me. story to all fair too. It's about. Um, uh, the dude from the the rap group, I see pushing the, the target <laughs> cart. Something happened to him last weekend at the show. I gotta tell you that. <laughs> okay, all right. Fuck, anyway. I say here he got packed out, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he got packed out. Okay, anyway, barbershop. We're me. getting real. We're sorry, getting... sorry, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Colorado's a goon. Yeah, yeah, Colorado goes hard. So he's, he's a goon. Every time I look at him, I'm like that guy's scary. <laughs> he, he's playing really well for Roma too. Uh, and he plays wherever he wants. Yeah, that left foot is is a beast. That left foot is really a beast. There's some sauce There's on some, that a foot. Lot of sauce on that left foot. Um, There's a lot so anyway, of pent up aggression. Penalty. Penalty took the penalty. They scored in the 49th minute. Um, in the 53rd minute, uh, Nigelin got a really great goal. Nigelin, another it's super du- so underrated. Um, but you he, don't think he's that good of a midfielder? Stop it, Caesar. Stop. I say I he's top about, five. I, I was talking about Nigelin before you was talking about. I Nigelin. say he's top five. You said really? That's what he said. You said it first of all. You said he's the best midfielder in the world. He is. Okay. He's better than Vidal. Because he mm. don't got that amazing own goal. 
True. I mean, honestly, like, Nigelin is such... He's very good on I'd both rather feet. have... Honestly, I'd have Nigelin on my team than Vidal. Nigelin's better, better I'm gonna keep, goal... I'm going to keep it 100 Nig- a better goal scorer, for sure. Um, Vidal's a baller, though. Vidal, it's tough it's between the two. It's, it's, it's really hard. It's like what side of the core you want. You exactly. Um, but Bosto's got the ball taken off of him. I want to say it was by Sharari, but I'm not sure if it was Sharari. Um, but yeah, then who gave the ball to Nigelin? Nigelin scored. Bastos, yeah, he had a really bad game. Um, and Golodon. You know who came in? Uh, Jordan Lukaku came in. Dog, I used to think he was trash. Like, I remember seeing him play before he was really bad. He was all, balling out this all game. he would tell me is that... Joe Lukaku was garbage. Oh, Doug, he was so bad. I actually, bad. at one point, I was like, I don't think he's that bad. I've seen him play a couple times. No, he's so bad. He's Caesar terrible. Stuff, Caesar he's Caesar so Caesar. bad. His Caesar. hair's so long. He's so bad. Caesar. Anyway, Jordan, you're making stuff up, but Jordan Lukaku came in, and he was putting moves on some dudes. I was like, oh, okay. Like, he's actually gotten a lot better, um, but before, he was very whack. Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping it real. Um, but yeah, um, there was a handball on Manolas, so then uh, Immobile scored maybe, a penalty. Maybe talk about call-ups he's been getting. He does get some call-ups at left back. Um, it's one of the positions. Like if you're kind of a scrub, you can I mean, get who, who's up. a left back? Munier right now. He's, he's, a, right, right he's a right back. Well, then he had like nobody. a hat trick in one of them games in the qualifiers. Um, so yeah, like basically, like Lazio. One of the, the the reason why I think uh, Roma did end up winning because um, Lazio couldn't really get anything off of the set pieces because uh, Roma has that center back Fazio. He's like six five, and Jekyll's like really tall too. So they couldn't really get anything off set pieces. And, uh, and and Roma's just better. But Lazio's really good, too. Um, they beat Juve, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, two years ago, Lazio had the freshest jerseys of all time. They still got some fresh jerseys now, Doug. But I can't they're really get right. If they're a fascist team, I can't get down. Uh, <laughs> Neither can Balotelli. Huh? Neither can Balotelli. Yeah, he was like, yo, he was like, y'all going too far, dude. They, they, you look at not in that Milan. Yeah, we're on set. My grandpa right now. Anyway, Caesar, there was also the Madrid Derby. Um, Atleti played Real Madrid at their new stadium, the Wanda Metropolitano or whatever. The worst name ever. I think it's Chinese. I think it's a Chinese company. Um, yeah, I know. Before the game, your boy Griezmann was in the in the in the little tunnel, like bouncing the ball. I'm like, Griezmann got some. I had, I had to look up Griezmann playing basketball. I'm like, he had some handles. He was like doing a little head shake with yeah. the with the. With, uh, Griezmann, he's cute, man. It's not home. It was so, I was like, cause, like, he's like dribbling the ball, but it wasn't just like he was like going between legs and he did a little head, little head. Griezmann room. just like he makes you just smile. He's just yeah, like, no, he's, he's one of those he's guys, funny, man. He's one of those. I guys. hope like when he leaves, it's not like some corny club. I hope he just like goes. Somewhere. I hope when he leaves, like nobody's mad at him because you know he's mad he didn't leave the season before last, yeah. like Tessie said. Um, but anyway, so Griezmann had some basketball. Uh, he had some skills. Why was he out there playing with Pogba Lukaku's at? Because uh, he'll ball game. them up. Yeah, That's he why he'll look. Dang, right. you know what though? Hmm. Griezmann's left hand. He probably has no, a shot. He shoots right handed. That's even more. <laughs> yeah, he I'm down. He's like he's like Mike Vick. <laughs> he shoots right handed, but throws the left. Mike Vick. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I brought like the LeBron's left handed. Oh really? You like your right something? Yeah. yeah. He writes. Shoots right handed. Humans. Um, Casemiro, Talented humans. Uh, Casemiro did look like he was in better shape, um, but I don't know if he's all the way there yet. You know why? Because uh, Ronaldo posted a picture with Casemiro and Marcelo. Yeah, I saw they that. were three musketeers. Yeah, I saw that. So, he probably got hyped. He's he like, you know what? And, and I think he's, this, he's recovering from his nose. That's, that's three Lusophones right there yeah. throwing up, showing well, no, up. There's the original Luso. There's there's one African and two Lusophones, but the African is is, is original the free band gang. Uh, so anyway. Uh, Sergio Ramos Sergio Ramos went out he got a, he, he broke his nose you're gonna take this back yeah I'm gonna take that back okay. um, Sergio Ramos I don't know if I need it again uh, <laughs> Sergio Ramos broke his nose and Nacho came in for him at halftime uh, uh, so, so it's gonna be good because it's gonna be really funny I, when I saw the injury happen Sergio Ramos I was like look watch 
Nacho gonna start starting with Braun back there. Oh, and then up. and then Real's gonna go on a winning streak. Oh yeah, absolutely. and they're gonna go up to number two in La Liga, and it's gonna be all good in the hood until Ramos comes back with a face mask like Kobe, and it's gonna be mm. tough again. It's gonna be rough in the Looking streets. Like Rip Hamilton. He's gonna look like Rip Hamilton. Yeah. But huh? good. Uh, yeah, I saw that happen. I was. It, it's a little bit happy. I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible person. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit happy. <laughs> I was like, hey, we might start playing some good defense. <laughs> yeah. Even though Veron's not playing that great either. Um, no. <laughs> hey, you, you only play as bad as the person next to you. Stop it. Um, Griezmann was absent the whole game. Veron out here covering two people at the same time because Veron was back there. Oh, I thought you were talking about Nacho. Nacho was the best defender in La, in, uh, yeah. La Liga. Um, oh, I'm I feel, too, it's still funny that Nacho gets call-ups. He's a baller. What do you mean? First of all, you can, don't ever tense up like that again. No, put, pick up your paper. We're not about to do this. He's the rotation dude for Real Madrid. He's getting called. That's G'd up. Caesar. He can play all the positions in the in the back line. And he can, he's he's literally the definition of the world's greatest utility player. And he can probably play striker Shut in Italy. Up. Stop, in Italy. Stop, 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 stop. Italy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, that game was like not a whole lot happened. They ended up zero. How many zero. goals would Nacho score in MLS? Caesar Nacho could score ten goals in MLS if they said you can only shoot with your left foot uh, <laughs> and, and penalties, uh, and you can only chip penalties. Anyway, um, but what? When was the last time we talked about MLS playoffs? Was it three weeks ago? Yeah, seriously. Why man. the hell is there a game? Now? Think, yeah, the game. How long is this damn tournament? It's really ridiculous. Jeez, seriously, so stupid. Um, they had a two week break. Barcelona played uh, Leganes. Um, I was I I wanted to watch it to see if Suarez Suarez was back healthy because he scored a brace and they were like, oh, he's back. He's still not all the way back. There was a couple of times he looked a little quick, but like he still looks labored in his run. He's not all the way there. Honestly, uh, Valverde like. Maybe he's scared to try to bench him, but you really he really needs to bench him for like two games. It's so hard to tell Suarez. I know, I know, but it's he, like he dude, throws fits. I, I would imagine, but it's like, dude, we gotta put Paulinho at number nine and you just better hope that he don't ball out because we will replace you and we'll ship you back to Liverpool. Okay, so <laughs> that that uh winger they have, Dillafail. Yeah. How fast is that dude? He's pretty fast. He got the burners. He's, he's pretty fast. He yeah. got the burners. Yeah. He's not he's like I'm not a huge Dillafail guy, but, he's, he's, but he's, he got the burners though. He's he's fast. Um Doug, you want to let me just say this real quick. You want to know who's really fast on Barcelona? I was watching the game for a little bit. I was like, Jordy? I, no, I was like, this dude, he's just really fast, Doug. Messi. <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. Messi. Okay. He he started running one time. I'm like, you know, his legs is moving so fast. Dude, thing, it was so annoyed no, right Messi. Now. It just doesn't make sense. How his little choppy legs just are so fucking quick, like little little Darius Bowles legs. Get him there, and so then the ball fast. just go like three feet ahead of him. It was when he was running without the ball. Too. I was like, oh, "You're so fast." He can He's move. so lazy. It's, like, it's like, imagine, imagine if he played really hard. I'm like, dog, like this dude would be so much better. He'd, be, he'd look better shape too. Seriously, he'd be looking a little. Uh, he, he has that natural ability. Anyway, naturally gifted man. I wanted to honestly. Next episode, we're going to talk about Ronaldo because I'm so tired of Ronaldo hate. It's so like unfair. We're going to talk about it next episode. But here we are. Show love to Messi, man. Caesar Messi started running. I was like, you're so fast, dude. Like, what, why are you, like, why are you so good? Like especially running next to Luis Suarez right now. Suarez. I remember the year slow. that the, the they won the treble, mm. and I was like, 
Why the fuck is Messi so good? He was balling. Like, you just watch a game, like, damn, Barcelona might lose. And he just come and just whip up three curveballs and a bomb from the side. You're like, how? Why are you so good? You have walked around for 60 minutes. Seriously. Literally walked around, just like gave him a couple passes. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm walking around all the energy in the world to run. Exactly. (laughs) He was like, yeah, I don't have to play defense. What are you talking about? Uh, But I'm deep, though. Oh, just yes. know I'm deep. He's like, I got this. Oh, uh, really quick. Also, uh, Sampdoria beat Juve. Um, oh, the big, the big black goon uh, Zapata scored on Juve again. I remember he. So wait, wait, wait. Zapata no longer plays for Milan. No, no. This is Zapata that used to play for Udinese last year. He plays for Sampdoria now. Oh, he's his big, cousin. He's a big. I'm sure he's a big black Colombian striker. And I remember last last season he. Oh, I'm talking about the defender. No, no. He bossed out uh, one of them Juve defenders so hard. I was like, yo, he just punked that dude. And he's he's a baller. Uh, I don't know if he's a baller, but he's pretty good. And he's big okay. and he's black. Um, but really quick, Condobia tracker. Condobia. They were playing Espanol at Espanol in, in Barcelona. You know, it's not very close to each other. They went out there. They won the game 2-0. Condobia broke the deadlock with a golazo. Okay, from outside the box, a, a beautiful curler goal. Uh, first half, he had five good plays, one negative play. Second half, he had eight good plays. And I'm counting the goal as one good play. Yeah. Okay. You should count that as like five because it was an amazing goal. What, what's going to be his first name again? Jeffrey. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Hope he likes that young thug album. Go ahead. That'd be really cool. Um, in the second half, he had eight good plays. I'm counting the goal as one good play. He had eight good plays, no bad plays. They won 2-0, so he had 13 good plays, one bad play, um, and Santimina, Santimina started, and he also scored. And he has a picture of him hugging Santimina. It was cute. Um, uh, this I, is my you got to send that to me. I will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is my thing, though. What's up? Why does Kong Dobie have the biggest head in the whole world? He has a, big, he has a really big lips, though. Dogs. No, no, no. You're tripping. i seen a picture of him <laughs> the, the, in, a, in a Valencia shirt. His shoulders, like the size he's of a TV. Big, he's a big dude, though. But his head is just so big, man. He's such a baller. He's playing, like, honestly. He's like he's running around. He reminds me of, like, Pac-Man with the helmet on, like. <laughs> For Adam Pac-Man Jones, like this big old head running around. Dog, he's playing he's really good though. He's playing. He's so really, light on his feet, man. From guy so big, it's he, really impressive. He's playing really well. Like he, he only had like one good play. Like stayed on the ball too long and gave it the ball. Neymar does that like eight times a game. Okay, uh, <laughs> don't know why he did that. <laughs> but Kondobi is out here balling. He's like, sh- look how big the head is, man. It's not that big, dog. Look at the shoulder to head ratio. Hey, Caesar, come on, dog. Leave the guy alone, dog. All right, he's real one now. Dog, I remember one time you were speaking Italian wearing a pea coat. I was like, oh my god, right now. Um, anyway, Caesar, <laughs> I, w- I wanted to talk about uh, what Tony Cruz had to say about Liga, and because I was really salty. But if we start talking about it, we're going to talk about it for at least another thirty minutes, and I don't want this to be a two-hour episode. So, what did he say? He, dog, we're gonna, we're going to talk about it next episode, and then we'll talk also next episode about Italy trying to. Have, I don't so, think people understand how ratchet Cruz is. Seriously, they, they never will. He's blind. The sleep tat. Tried to show you though. Yeah, well, they, they, you, know, you know, you know why they ain't gonna call him Ratchet. Don't say it. Okay, but you know why? I, I want to say it though. The, the the same reason like why they won't call Lewandowski Ratchet. Don't say it. But we know why. Okay. Anyway, Caesar, um, episode twenty. What are you looking for? I was gonna pull the picture for you, but oh, <laughs> um, episode twenty eight. We made a podcast. We doing the damn thing. Check us out on all social media. 
at We Made It Podcast on Instagram. Stick Talk video may be coming soon. The Stick Talk, the Stick Talk. At We Made It Podcast on Twitter. We'll be saying some wild stuff on there. Uh, at We Made It Podcast on Facebook. We're not that active on there. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but just if you want to do it, go ahead. Yeah, basically. Um, we Made It Podcast, uh, Snapchat, maybe at some point coming soon with the dog. Uh, I just We're just afraid of some of our uh, employees having a Snapchat account. It's kind of worrisome, so we haven't made that yet. It's a little bit scary on Snapchat out here. Yeah. But Caesar, let's just say that we're original Snapchatters. We're like from the beginning Way. when it came out. We, we were before there. My story. We were before my story. We were when screenshots was an art. It was a talent to screenshot. And it, it didn't tell you. Talent. And it didn't no. tell you that. You, you didn't yeah. get snitched on. No, exactly. Yeah, we were original Snapchatters. This is like 2000. Damn, that was a long time ago. That was like 2013. That was like Pinkberry days. That was after Pinkberry days. Uh, anyway, Caesar, episode 28, we made a podcast. No, I don't know. Whatever. I'm excited for episode 29 already. Um, check us out. Also check out Audio Face. Yeah, they're talking about Lil Peep dying. They're talking about Post Malone, probably. They're talking about um, Taylor Swift. They're talking hey, about... Hey, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Those three are the same... Uh, in the same row. Can we get a different uh, they're diversity? Talking, they're, they're talking about... Um, they're going to talk about Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a little pump, right? Damn. No, it's not. I don't know. Little pump. The only way I know the difference is one has a 69 tattoo on his head. The other one has You're baby. talking about that dude that, that you hate that's from New York and he was saying something about he got he got, oh they're talking about the dude that got caught up with that young girl. Uh what they they're probably not gonna be talking about young scooter because you know that's a different realm. Streets on fire. <laughs> they're not gonna be talking about little Mexico being at the Valero gas station. No one's gonna talk about the noisy documentary talks about welcome to Atlanta, none of that. No, they're not gonna talk about that. But it's okay. We're gonna talk about Coach K, none of them. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about on every week struggle though. Anyway, we made a podcast, episode twenty nine. Check us out, please, all day, all day, every day. We, we will all be week. around. Not doing this. Um, so I hope y'all check us out soon. Bam, come come with a TikTok video. Stay up. We out. Yeah.